Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Your host, Braden Figueroa, Kosas Garcia, and Chase Alexander. Week I'm three. Lost. Week three. Week three, we did it. How you feeling? We made it. You know, it's been a busy last two weeks. We've all been stressed, but we're I here. I haven't slept at all. Yeah, we haven't. There's this the cumulative hours of all three of us is like six, maybe. Yeah. Last it, week or it, so. It's not, um, it's not good. You need to prioritize your sleep for sure. I'm definitely feeling the side effects of... Not sleeping and it makes me really mad. Right. So this is going to be a really good podcast. 100%. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to bring the energy. We're going to really fire it up. That's going to be our best one. Fire it sure. up for we the pod. We all have a lot of energy, right? Hey, for the pod specifically. Speaking of, uh, speaking of no sleep, um, Chase, we did something pretty late the other night. And oh. I, I kind of think that we should tell that story oh, to start off the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I think all that's right. a good one. We like to talk about creating on this um, podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is about creating, I'm so curious this is about creating grilled cheeses, okay, that um, maybe create problems for everyone. <laughs> um, Friday night, we had, a, we had a big Halloween celebration, right? And we all come back. And we're all pretty excited. Mm-hmm. And Brayden's beautiful, lovely girlfriend, Chloe, had a friend over. And she's one of the homies. And um, we all, I make grilled cheese for everyone. I'm a, I'm a host. You know, I like to make stuff for people. Okay? And who doesn't love a grilled cheese? And who huh? doesn't love a grilled cheese? Here's Especially drunk people. Especially drunk people. Yeah. I'm like thinking grilled cheese late night. Everyone's going to love that. So just line up the grilled cheeses, right? I'm gluten-free. I just whip out my bread. I whip out my cheese. I put turkey on mine because I'm selfish, but whatever. No one else got turkey. But made the grilled cheeses, and we're all eating it. And then Chloe's friend's like, hey, what's that grilled cheese? And I'm like, it's pretty good, right? Like, don't, don't worry about it. And then she's like, no, my th- my throat is starting to, to swell a little bit. And like, I just need to know. if I was like, oh, maybe there's like a nut. In the- I'm like, what are you allergic to? And she's like, oh, like cashews specifically. Deathly, deathly allergic and like, to cashews. And not like allergic where it's like, ah, oh, I like, I feel sneezy. It's like, oh, I'll die. And I was like, oh, like, let me check the fridge. Open the fridge. Mind you, again, we had been drinking. So like all this was like, oh, in the fridge. <laughs> and the cheese I used, which is the first cheese I grabbed, vegan cheese. You know what that's made out of? Cashews. Straight just, cashews. just cashews. So I like grab her fucking... Mind you, I'm in the other room editing photos. Because is... Yeah. I'm sober. I didn't go out with them. And I just hear this whole thing transpire from the other room. And so we're in actually in Kosa's doorway at this point. And she's like, you need to stab me with this thing. And I just grab her thigh. I'm like, yes! Ah! <laughs> and I get it. And and then we and Kosas drives us about seventy five miles per hour oh, at twenty five. You, you stab her not once. I did stab her twice. Yeah. Well, she was like, "You need to hold it in." So my first instinct was like, "Fuck it." We just bam, one of those. <laughs> Another one. And then we drive her to the hospital. It's like I don't know even know what time it is. It was three, probably like it had to have been like three 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 thirty in the morning. Oh, dude, we get to the hospital. And it, dude, is I mean, I'll be honest. Like, it's funny now because she's totally fine. I was freaked out. I was like, I killed the person with my beautiful grilled cheese. And I felt so bad. And by the, I mean, by the time I got there, like her throat was like proper close. She was like, I need help now. Like oh it was so scary. And, and okay. Also hospital people change it, dude. They're like, what's like your height and weight. I'm like, you need to know this right <laughs> yeah. now. Like she's literally dying. I saw, I'm screaming in the hospital. Fine. Also like I couldn't hang out with her because of like the COVID, COVID situation. Yeah. Do you tell me you're triple vaxxed? 
Oh, I'm so vaxxed, dude. And they didn't. They, you got, they, oh, you got all it, the vaccines, I right? Have it, my, I have it in my car, in my phone. So I kept showing the guy. He's like, yeah, but you got to leave. And I kept like darting back when he turned. I'm like, Katie, are you fucking okay? And, <laughs> and she was like, I'm okay, <laughs> Dude, it felt so bad. But then. Um, then it's it, not, you know, it's not, by the way, it's not funny, but Katie is our good friend. Right. It's and so, she's okay. And she's okay. And, and, so, she, so and that's that, what matters. And she's, yeah, she was exactly. like, went out last night. She's like, she's doing fine. Yeah, she's she's back on the horse. She's back. She's serious. And 100%. You got to make sure before you make a grilled cheese for any friend or anybody and, and remember that a, the assumption is that a grilled cheese is made with dairy cheese uh, not cashew okay. cheese so that, that's what that the was assumption the issue. is that's, forever and don't make assumptions you know what the mother of all fuck ups is assumptions there it is there mm-hmm. it is I would just like to say I think the moral of the story is that Chase's cooking is to die for you know <laughs> come Ooh. on come on yeah, let's move around because why are you editing photos at six in the morning? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great. What were you so doing? Why it happened? I was um, this past Friday. I was shooting a festival called Escape in San Bernardino for two guys that go by Loud Luxury, a DJ duo, and that is my new gig that I'm really Ooh. excited about. Ooh. It kind of came about really randomly, and I was over the moon about it when I got hit up. So Andrew. One's named Andrew and one's named Joe. Okay. If you don't know who Loud Luxury is, they're a DJ duo. They have a hit song that um, is called Body. Body Yama? Exactly. Right there. So, That's like exactly how it dude, sounds. Dude, copyright, dude. Right? I, yeah. know, I know. I got to take that out. Also, dude, didn't know you could sing that well, <laughs> dude. Wow, you hit that note. Third, third member of Loud Luxury right there. Let's go. <laughs> Your falsetto is just beautiful. So, yeah, Andrew, I, I check my DMs and he's just like, yo, what's going on, man? And I know who he is because I love their music and I'm like... A fan of their stuff and so i messaged him back i was like yo what's going on um and he's like i've been following you on tiktok for a while really like your stuff we're looking for a new tour videographer and photographer is that something you'd be interested in and i said i'm your guy whatever you need Mm -hmm. i'm your guy Mm -hmm. it's something that i've always wanted to get into um i can't believe it kind of just like fell into my lap the way it did um and that's my new gig so filming with them on the weekends Right now, I'm doing about one show a weekend with them. Um, probably will get bumped up to about two or three, depending on the shows. And yeah, it's a it's a ton of fun. So what was your what was your first like show with them? Like, did they easy into or you thrown into the fire? Yeah, no, I got thrown into the fire. Sure. It was uh, EDC Las Vegas, nice, which is pretty crazy. They first were pr- time shooting a concert. Yeah, that's the craziest part, right? Is like I've never shot a concert. The only music thing I've ever shot was Chase was there. It was a Right. It was like a... Oh, Night Tales, dude? Yeah, Night Tales. rocked. Yeah. A little bit smaller than EDC. Right. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but more exclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and drinks were probably more expensive. Yeah, 100%. Anyways. So, yeah. So, got thrown into the fire. Um, EDC Las Vegas. They were performing main stage. And I was really, really nervous, but really excited. Um, it felt like a very full circle moment for me, just because we talked about this before, but... Pursued the DJ stuff for a couple of years. Always wanted to know what it was like to be on stage in front of thousands of people. And, you know, stopping that journey to pursue the photography and video stuff full time. And then having that experience of filming a DJ at the highest level, main stage EDC, which is literally the biggest EDM music festival in Northern America. And getting to have that feeling. um, It was... It really felt like a full circle moment. And I just felt like an extreme amount of gratitude um, getting that opportunity. And they said I crushed it. They had like a few notes of things, minor things. Mm. Um, so they had me doing photography, video, and iPhone video for TikTok. So like one of the 
pieces of advice was when you're filming iPhone videos, just don't go 0.5, just stay one and just like stay directly behind us. Hmm. Like little notes like that. And then- 0.5 adds a grain. Exactly. Is that what they said? 100%. Is that also, do they have you shooting that on iPhone because TikToks are just so much more natural when they're not like super produced high quality? Is that what yeah, they they just want they want iPhone videos for both like Instagram stories and TikToks. Uh-huh. Um, it's a vibe, dude. It's just yeah. more real. No, like, it is. It is. As it's soon weird. as you see something like really high produced on yeah. TikTok, you kind of just scroll because you think it's like an app. You know, or something. it's almost interesting because I wonder like as we keep making more TikToks for like brands and whatnot, I wonder. <laughs> Wonder if there'll be a time where we're just like, yeah, we're just gonna gimbal the phone, just yeah. the iPhone 13 cinema I mean, mode. Because you, you just want it like authentic looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's interesting because I feel like that's where it's going towards like a more raw and a more authentic mm-hmm. feel, like all of the platforms and whatnot. Right, kind of stresses me out considering we bought, considering like, we a $20, just bought a twenty thousand dollar camera. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. It's so true though. I remember watching a Peter McKinnon video, and he literally made the same exact video he filmed one on a cinema camera or like mm-hmm. a nice dslr and mm-hmm. one on just an iphone oh i did see this on TikTok. And yeah. the the one that he shot on an iphone performed better really but yeah. I, I do think though that there's something to be said like i'm pretty sure tiktok does like it's like an algorithm thing to like push out the phone content more oh it, totally it, it's supposed to be for anyone yeah. to be a creator exactly. sure. yeah. you know they don't no. want the barriers like youtube now has exactly yeah. youtube shit's like a movie right. you see some of the stuff yeah. it's like dude you spent like weeks to make you got like right. 10 people to make this damn right. youtube At video least. it's pretty insane but anyways okay yeah so, so, you're so shooting. so um fly out to vegas i'll give the little play-by-play yeah, like, give us a yeah. give us a like 20 seconds yeah, what is that like going to like shoot a huge show so one, I had never met them before, mm-hmm. right? So the first time I met them was about two hours before we left for the festival. Mm. So I get to meet them. They're super nice guys. Um, everyone on their team is really cool. They were very welcoming, which was a very nice feeling. I feel like it could have felt a little bit cold or awkward. Not right. at all. They're really nice guys. So we're in the hotel room. They're going over their set. They're like still putting it together, kind of the finishing touches. <laughs> That's crazy. And they were... Um, they got told how much like pyro they had. Mm. So they were deciding when they wanted the cues of the pyro to go off, which I thought was really interesting. that's fun. And it was very calculated. I mean, to the point where they knew what they were going to say when they got on the mic and when they were going to say it and which one of them was going to say it because it was live stream. They were like, this is going to live forever. We can't mess up. We can't say the same thing twice. Um, and so that was really interesting to see, like, the behind the scenes, because I've always wondered that. In my head, they just, like, yeah, I had no idea that all of that yeah. went into it. I'm thinking that they're just, like, crushing bottles in the back. Right. Hella people back there. And they're like, yo, it's time. Let's, like, Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking they do. But that's really, it's yeah. really, I think it's refreshing to hear that. I mean, you'd also, I guess you'd also expect that at the highest level, like, they are the highest level of DJs. Preparation is everything. Yeah, exactly. They probably prep for this for months and months. And I was thinking how anytime you get to be around someone who's very successful at what they do and doing it at the highest level, it's so interesting to see their process and how they mm-hmm. go about it. Similar to how, like, Chase, you've been on million-dollar commercial sets, Brady, right. you're hanging out with LeBron James and these who's the Lakers. Best, like, exactly. Of all time. Of all, yeah, the it's, GOAT. At yeah. something. To be the GOAT at something is crazy. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, it's nuts. So it's just really cool to see different people's processes and how they work. Right. Um, so anyways, so we left at around 6. Their set time was at 10. We took a helicopter from the Strip to EDC. So cool. 
just the only way to go to EDC, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're never, yeah, you're never going to be able to do like the whole, you'll be like, oh, you're going to EDC? Like, you're like, oh, we're going to fly in? Or yeah. What's the deal? I definitely feel like I'm going to start getting jaded just traveling with these guys because they're just doing it. Right. They always <laughs> they're say doing like, it if, right. you like, if you fly a coach, never try to fly a first class because it just ruins coach. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, flew in on the helicopter. I was taking photos of them and some video. We get off of the helicopter and my flash was, this is the, I just bought a flash. I didn't have a flash before. I've never really needed a flash. Got one and go to take photos. It was, the flash was working great in the helicopter. <laughs> get off the helicopter. Mm. It's not working. As soon as they want the money shot, the stuff, it's like, nah. Exactly. Gonna yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hang out over here. And, and um, I was freaking out because I was thinking, well, I really hope that this flash starts working. Right. Got to figure it out. Right. I got it to work later. But going back to what we were saying on another podcast, our nightmares of being on set and stuff uh, yeah. not working. Typically, you can, you can do a little one-two switch. Yeah. You can get away with it. Everyone can see that the flash didn't. Go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, no, it's great. We're like, no, it didn't go. But like, no, it's no, great. You don't understand like the way the shots. Posed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's no, like, no, no, no. The Sony's are just so good at yeah, low light. Like, we just no, don't he's even like, need bro, the flash. It's dark as shit. Like you got it. Yeah. So that made me freak out a little bit, <laughs> but it's all good, you know. And it just, um, it just started working. I think what it was is it was. I believe it wasn't locked. Like on the back and I think if it wasn't locked it doesn't work and the only reason I figured that out was because I like my camera got knocked it was like on a table it got knocked and the flash came off and I was like oh it must have not been locked oh okay yeah that's okay. interesting that is yeah. interesting um lock your shit kids exactly yeah <laughs> good to know so also like practice using your gear before you know big set or right. big show whatever I assumed he did. Exactly. It's all good. Well, the, you know, the, <laughs> the guy at Sammy's was just like, hey, right. keep it on this setting. I was right. like, great. Right. It looks, it yeah. works great in the store. I don't need to change anything. Right. So then they meet the visual guy, comes to their trailer. Mm -hmm. They start working with the visual guy of like, he has all of their visuals sure. and everything. And then they're just making sure everything's synced up and ready to go. Drinking a little bit, partying and stuff. But it's very much what I found super interesting is they take it extremely seriously and it's very much a job to them. Right. I, it's, I feel like it's really easy to look at a DJ and be like, he's just up there playing music, having the time of his life. Right. One, I think they get used to it and it's just like another show. You know, it's very exciting, but at some point the, the newness of it kind of fades away after sure. doing hundreds and hundreds of shows. But also it's like they do take it really seriously and they want to put on the best show that they can. Um, right. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, that's awesome. So what is like what is the process like specifically for shooting something like are you on right. a Ronin? Are you doing like going front to back? Yeah. Like so, where what are the angles and like how are you doing that? So what was really nice before I get into gear, what was really nice is they had their whole set list typed out and they went over with me before we shot of hey, at this moment we want you to be doing video. We want this moment on photo. We want this video or this moment iPhone video. So I knew exactly when to shoot what but it was really stressful trying to balance between three separate types of right. content yeah yeah exactly right. if you're just doing video or you're just doing photo it's a lot i guess less stressful um i feel like you probably could have found your rhythm faster too exactly you know you would have been like okay this shot really sick need to get it this angle yeah you know but i feel mm -hmm. like you're just probably like bam uh okay uh, he's gonna jump off in three seconds like yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. <laughs> let me get my yeah, so my gear that I was using was my Ronin. I had a Sony A7S III with a 16 to 35 that I was using to film mostly everything. I had a A7 III for photo, 
I had a 24 to 70. I found mm. myself though switching this. I use the 16 to 35 the most just because when you're shooting a concert like that, you want that wide angle. Make it feel grand. Exactly. Mm. Um, had the flash going. I had a shotgun mic for the audio on my camera. And did that did that work or did it sound like what did it sound like, man? Dude, it I remember was, when I did the con- my like concert stuff. It was just like, damn thing was just so audio like, so hard. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's not even like usable, really. It was. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, but especially because you were literally right there. Yeah, on top it's, of so, it's so it's so just like distorted. Yeah, so they had me start front of house, which is a new term that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, they go, yeah, so we're gonna have you start front of house, and I'm like. Yeah, so like, where is that? <laughs> I, I, do, I hate when people are always using jargon, and I'm just like, yeah, I just don't know what that means, dude. Yeah, so front of we house. We need some laid terms. That's right. what it's called, right? With some what? Laid terms. I'm pretty sure that's what they used to tell us in, in anatomy. That's like that's like normal people talk. I bet they use laid terms in anatomy. Ah, wait, wait, hold up. I'm laid terms meaning. I'm looking it up just to double check. Hey, Mike, can you, can you double and, check that? Producer Mike? And yeah. it. Mike, can you look that up? Just not. Just didn't pop up. It just says sex slander. That's great. We're just that's, gonna, so that's what I thought. That, <laughs> no, I'm pretty right. sure. Lay term? I'm pretty sure it's, it's a term in anatomy. Let's continue. Anyways. So we finally got the visit. You're just, you know, <laughs> lay terms. They've been dating for like six years. It's okay. They can yeah. have sex. Only after you're five. <laughs> so they had me start front of house. Yep. That's one of those late terms. Where is that though? Can you actually tell me? So it's where the sound people are. It's basically in the middle. It's it's back a little bit from the stage, but you're you're looking at the stage. You can probably see it's in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I started there. They wanted me to film their intro. That's cool. Makes sense. Yeah, which is cool. And then I had to rush behind the stage, mind you. EDC's production is unlike anything Mm. I've ever seen. These stages are like thirty feet tall and just massive yeah so it was it was i was hustling pretty hard running to get behind the stage i get behind the stage i put my camera on the ronin i walk up i walk behind them and i have that moment of right holy Mm. shit right i can't believe i'm here right now there's a sea there's so so many people going nuts yeah and also the song, I, I love their music. So I'm like, God, this song's a banger. Right. I'm like, man, this is oh, awesome. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps right now. And I had, I had a second of that. And then I was like, time to work. Yeah. Lock in. Had right. to. Right. And so, yeah, then I kind of just, I really leaned on my just ability to film. Like right. you, you kind of, you don't really think. You kind of are just capturing the moment as best you can. And um, yeah. It's always fun when like, you can prepare as much, as much, yes. as much as you can. But then the second that you just let instinct take over, I feel like that's when the best stuff is. I remember there's this quote that was like the there's like the least happy director is the one that carries the storyboard storyboards with them, like on set. It's like you gotta find the stuff that like just you like you make it, you prepare it, you look at it. And then you just go. But then it's and then you go. And then you just and cause sometimes you'll see someone like do something and you're like, Oh, that's better than what I have here. Like let's run with that. Like you let your instincts run on just about anything. And I feel like that's when the good magic happens. You know? I, yeah. If, go ahead. No, and I think it's cool just how you got the job because right. I mean, they saw Like we talked about this last time. Did we talk about? Yeah. Yeah. So in episode two, we talked about social and how to build up your social platforms and whatnot. And I just think it's crazy because I think now all three of us have gotten jobs off of social which right. is insane that someone like see because dude don't you remember what it was like to never get hit up for work i remember yeah. I, I remember complaining about a ton mm. of people i'm like i mm. never get hit up for work i don't understand when i'm gonna get hit up for work like when is that whole thing gonna start to happen for me right and i feel like it was when i was like 
oh shit, I got to post the stuff that I, that I want to make. I, right. Like, I'm going to post, I'm going to make stuff that I want to make. Yeah. Like, and then I'm going to get paid for the work that I want to make. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Dude, and actually, I forgot to tell you guys this story. I've never, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but kind of going off that really quick. My first interview at that um, agency that like really started everything mm-hmm. for me, I remember seeing the guy, it's kind of creepy, but like he interviewed me or whatever and it was like going pretty good and I saw him like put my, his phone away and I, it was my Instagram was up, like my personal Instagram and, and then he like put it away and he was like, we really like that your grid's cohesive is what he said. He's like, we are so, we make stuff for socials, like we like make Nike's Instagram feed. So we really like that. And I was like, that's, that's really cool. interesting. That's and awesome. as like, we're like going up the steps to like work on stuff. And that's something you feel like, like you're the only one who cares about it. Cause you're like, I want yeah. my Instagram to look amazing. Right, dude. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good feeling. And I mean, dude, it's crazy just for those listening. And it just shows that you just never know who's watching. More you really story. don't. You never know who's watching and you just got to make, make it like there's a million right. people watching. And like Costas is like favorite DJ duo or watching his TikToks. <laughs> which is just which crazy. Is crazy. Unbelievable. And then they were like, let's hire this kid to do his dream. People you know? used to say that was a kid app, bro. Like literally, yeah. literally like seven months I ago. I still say that. <laughs> Loki is. Bro. I mean, I'm 26. I'm gonna <laughs> I also think going off of that, one, you never know who's going to see your stuff. You also can post super consistently. We deal with this of like, is this really worth it? Like, yeah, all like the time. you go through so much all of like not getting views or videos not performing as well as you'd like. And like, it's just a struggle constantly having to post and having to keep that up. And it'd be much easier just to like not. Right. But you really never know who's going to do it or who's going to see it. And another thing is I wasn't posting concert videos. Like right. I didn't have any you know anything like that had to do with that. what they needed right. they just mm-hmm. liked my work in general and the vibe of what you, the stuff you're putting out exactly yeah. so you know you never know where an opportunity is going to come from and things might work out most likely they're probably going to work out differently than you had anticipated in your head right i thought i was going to have to start shooting some concerts mm-hmm. you know working my way up and then eventually maybe in a few years when i'm a little older then i could do an EDC type of thing. I never thought it would come about in this way, which is kind of beautiful. Yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy. It's like it's like if like the NBA recruit or like GMs of like you know the Grizzlies saw John Morant like just run sprints on like a football field and they're like that guy has to have him play basketball, exactly. You know, and put him in the NBA. That's like mm-hmm. basically what happened to Kosas, which is crazy. <laughs> no, it is pretty nuts. You know what I mean? And so playing basketball in the video, he just running on the yeah, track. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. That guy's probably got a sweet jumper. <laughs> yeah, right? and, He's so fast. And I mean, after after I'm assuming, no, I'm assuming like after you shoot. 10 of these you're gonna have such a dialed in process yeah of how to do and i mean like i think about it like with basketball like i literally know exactly where they're gonna go Mm -hmm. every time and you get you just get better the more you do stuff yeah it's weird because now i feel like you're gonna have such a dialed in system and like something that we want to talk about big part of taste pod guys is process and how you know you you gotta have one and i think it, that is truly what separates like amateurs and pros yep. is process. Because if you don't have a process, you have nothing to follow off of. And if you do have a process, you have something that is fucking proven and it works. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, I, and I think that's something that we're trying to all come up with like right now. It's a huge conversation in our household is how we can develop systems and processes for when shoots happen, for when a client hits you up about X or whatever. Trying what, to change songs all the time. Yeah, when a client wants to change a song 17 anymore. times. Right. You know, if you're an agency and you're listening to this, don't do that, huh? What do you say? <laughs> an agency that we maybe just worked with. <laughs> don't change a song so many times. But, and but I, we like you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep working with you. 
And, and I mean, like, it's so good for, I think, all of you to practice, whether you've been doing it for five years, 10 years, or you're just starting to reevaluate whatever it is that you do right now right. and say, like, yo, am I maximizing my like my time while I'm doing this? And also, do I have a system down so we don't mess these things up? Right. You know, and I think it's the biggest the biggest thing for us is like trying all these things and then messing up and then being like, okay, that messed up. Like we, for example, I'll give you guys one that happened a really long time ago and you can probably mimic this and you'll never make this mistake ever again. Did a video for an agency and we do like, I don't know, 47 rounds like they normally do. I think we're we're on like V8 or something and then they're like, oh, or V14, whatever. Could we go back to V3? Right. You think that I had V3 saved? No chance. Mm. I was just doing it on V14 in the same sequence. You have to keep making new sequences. Yeah, you got to make new sequences. Just Just one example of a thing that I'm like, Oh, okay, I'll never F that up ever again. So then right. I had to go re-edit V3. Right. That was fun. Right. So just, just terrible to like recreate and edit that you'd already made. Oh it's god. It's awful. World. So just a small, small little thing for all of you listening to really be thinking about your process and re- do write this shit out. Like literally have a fucking page yeah. that you have that's like, this is how we edit a video. Mm. This is how when when the client comes to you, this is how you're gonna get V1, V2, V3. And so so and also I think with feedback, like something that we're figuring out, like specifically right now, and I've said this for years, like dealing with people and with clients. Clients fuck feedback up all the time. Right. Everyone does. And I think it's super easy because it's subjective. The content is subjective. Like you give someone something Mm -hmm. and they think it's going to look a different way. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't their fault and it's not the production company's fault. But what will make this all easier is having a system for the feedback and a system to help whoever you're giving the video to give them say, hey, this is an example of great feedback. Right. This is an example of very bad feedback. Right. So then you have like something to go off of and then you can all eat together and win. Then right. everyone wins. Because then it's quicker for it, everyone. Exactly. It's less expensive. And, and I'm assuming a lot of the people that everyone's going to work with that we're talking to or like that's mm. listening, everyone that you're going to work with also has some sort of way they do things. Right. That's the beauty of business. Like everyone has like right. a way, a right. specific way. And then you can work on it together, come up with right. new stuff. Because if, if I get the feedback, try something. Hey, not working. Try something. I'm just going to like... You know, where's that balcony? <laughs> <laughs> just can swan dive off I the just balcony. Like, ha- you got to know what you want. Or, 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 or okay. yeah, or, or like, just don't like that. Say so, right. say a shot to switch it with. Right, right, right. right. Switch that, the shot. I'm not a mind reader. No, exactly. I'm not a mind I make videos. I'm great. I'm great at making videos, but I just, I'm really bad at reading minds. <laughs> and if you were good at reading minds, we'd be in Vegas, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. We'd oh. be playing blackjack all the time. I'd yeah. be playing the stocks, baby. I also think going off of that, the process comes over time. Yes. You need you need the experience of working on different projects mm-hmm. to understand what your what works best for you and what your process looks like. You have to go through that first shoot to get to your 10th, to get to your 100th shoot, right? right. And by then, you dial in. Um, so yeah, process is really important, but if you're listening to this and you don't know what your process is, understand that that comes with practice and that comes with time. And it's fine if you don't have it all the way dialed in. We've been doing this for years and we're still figuring out our process. Absolutely. I also wanted to touch on something. Speaking of having to do your first time to get to your hundredth time uh-huh. is when I first got the gig for this EDC thing and to shoot with the DJs is I was dealing with some imposter syndrome because I had mm. never done that shoot. And I think that's something that is very common when doing something that you've never done before or leveling up or, you know, doing a gig that's at a bigger level that you're used to. Right. And so I was really struggling with like, well, why'd they pick me? Like out of everyone, I've never shot concerts before. Like, why would they pick me? 
And then you kind of got to just boss up and try to find that confidence and like kind of fake it till you make it. Be like, no, I deserve to be here. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do as good of a job as I can. I might fuck some shit up, but I'm going to learn as I go and I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah, dude. I mean, kind of going off that, we um, we had like our first like proper commercial campaign type thing. Um, yeah, a few weekends back. A few weekends back. Thoughts. And- well, as a unit though, you know, because yeah. we've all worked on like separate campaigns right. and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for at least in my experience, it was the first time where they were like, we need you to submit like a treatment to like win this work, mm-hmm. right? I'd never made a treatment before, but it was like, if your creative is good, we'll hire you over other like directors production companies and then we'll start this process right i didn't know what i was doing but i really wanted it really bad and we all did and we were all like you were like giving me i mean like we just were running this thing together we we're figuring it out like how the creative should feel submit it they liked it i don't know why they liked it i was like i don't know what i'm doing in this treatment like i had no idea it was and, literally your first time making a treatment time. luckily like brain had done so he was like kind of telling me how to do it i was like, pretty close to the client in like the in like the works like i was like doing like that kind of stuff but um, we got it. And then it was like, you know, meetings, meetings with cast, like just trying to give them notes. Brayden like talked me off the ledge like six times. You like, know, you know, what made it so easy though. like no BS having like your treatment is your or, I mean, yeah, your treatment is your like guide. It's like you're a playbook. Yeah. You know, like you show up. And I think I think that as we do this more the past year, we've really stepped into like very set up shoots. But before mm-hmm. that, I usually just show up with my camera right. and I make magic. And right. that's not a great way. That's No, that's not a good way to do things. That's right. what amateurs it's, do. It's fun. It's so sick. No, no, it is sick. It's it's sick. But, it's sick to do that. And it's there's like, obviously, if, you, if you're going to fucking... I'm trying to think. There's so many instances that that's still going to work. But, like, I'm not saying that don't do that. You know, because that's part of the... You're never going to get paid a ton of money to do that. There we though. go. Okay, I like that. Because okay. you get paid for like the creative. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then to execute it. Bang. But you need the creative first. 100%. That's where you see the difference between what a videographer is yeah. and what a director and a team right. a team right. of people is right. I, I think on that shoot you saw it was like oh shit everyone has a job yeah everyone has a singular job and their only job that day is to take care of that said thing and right. like don't bug the person about any like that's their thing that day right you know i mean yeah because we're not shooting for like joe's rock auto shop anymore like this was like 1800 tequila which is like we all drink it which we, joe's <laughs> we love 1800 yeah tequila, you know drank some last night right. um, <laughs> happy halloween much. yeah a little too much mm, a little hungover and it's like good hey, a little bro. hungover very nice um, we hired like you got an audio guy. We had this big list of gear rental. I mean, we got to use our baby. Coast we used our steady ch- camera. Yeah, we used our child. It, Which it our just, first like big shoe with the child. And it well, just eh, yeah. Second, and it, second, and it just ate. It just dominated. Oh, dude, that thing looks so good. It oh, does. It's it unbelievable. Looks so good. It is noticeably like for those. It's the, gonna be hard to match color. Yeah, for those <laughs> for those listening, the the red it really does dominate. Yeah. This is not a pay, this is not a painted advertisement again. No, the red eats, but. I, I think it was just fun and I mean there was like 50 people on that set guys like, and it was our first time all three working together and, and we had been talking since we moved in of yo we will all when that, yeah, when that walk, was gonna like happen. when is that gonna happen when are we gonna all work on something together and it, we had a blast and it, we kept it's funny because we kept talking like every day we would bring that up like one day us three are gonna like make something big we're gonna do this yeah. And like, I still feel like we have ways to go and bigger things to do. But we were like, this is this is what we wanted to do. Like, this is what I want to do my whole life. We, that's, I, and I think, dude, we've talked about it, though, so many times. And I really do think that you have to either talk about those things that mm-hmm. you want to do or write them yeah, down. Beca- absolutely. Otherwise... 
they're gonna be stuck in your noggin. They're never gonna happen. Yeah, you gotta you gotta say them so the fucking universe can hear I, you. I right? think so too. And, and just like, dude, we've talked about it so many times what we want to do, and now the wheels are turning. Like for example, the pod. We're like, we want to do this pod. Right. Yeah. Then, we, we, then you execute because I think when right. you put it out there, it's like it, then it becomes a real thing. That's like okay. I can do that. Right. And if you can see it and you can think about it, you can do it. Absolutely. Anything. Absolutely. Literally anything. Literally anything. Anything it's crazy. in the world. It's kind of, a you know, woof, but it's true. It's super true. I also want to touch on going off of that. If you're a kid listening to this and you're maybe just getting started or you're a year, two years into it, you're still at the beginning, just getting started. And you're listening to us being like, wow, we're getting all these amazing opportunities. Understand that this didn't just happen overnight. This we're we're you know close to ten years into this of making videos. I'm basically forty, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Understand that this like this has taken a lot of time for us to get to this point, right? Um, and we're we I feel like we're just starting. Like it's weird. We've put I in feel like we're just starting. all this time like and weird, effort. I agree. It's like a rebirth. Like a, yeah. recently there was like a switch where it was like oh this is like an almost a new career. It's like the same, but it's like completely yeah. different for some reason. It's almost like we're training for a marathon and like we've been training and stretching and getting everything ready. And now we just started the race. I agree. I like that. Yeah, I think I think so, too. And it's crazy, though, because you're so right. It's all the late hours, though, that it just all combines. I'm telling you guys that are listening. It, this is all um, what the f- it compounds. Compound, compounding you, interest, you, Compound interest. You do something every single night and yeah. you make videos, you do design or you you do construction like whatever if you do something every day yeah at a certain point yeah it's gonna start to compound and you're gonna, gonna start better. and you're gonna start to get better at it and then it's gonna really you're gonna see start to see leaps and bounds going forward too many late nights lately but it's yeah. all good it's all good because you we're know gonna what get through it. we're gonna get through it and then we're gonna sleep and everything's gonna be amazing i want to read this quote give me a going me, off give, of that give me the quote this is a great this is actually a great quote i think um that a lot of you will, will enjoy. this is from the book atomic habits um, my friend sent me this and i really liked it the chapter is called what progress is really like i'm not gonna read the whole thing but i'll read a little bit okay breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change this pattern shows up everywhere. Cancer spends 80% of its life undetectable, then takes over the body in months. Bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds extensive root systems underground before exploding 90 feet into the air within six weeks. Or six weeks. And then it keeps going. But it's so true. Like, you got to put in those hours and hours of work. And sometimes you might not feel like it's going anywhere quite yet. But there will come a time, and I feel like we're we're at that moment where all of your hard work, it ends up paying off and you start to get, you know, this momentum and then you really got to double down on your stuff and yeah. make sure that you make the most out of your opportunity. Yeah. The, the momentum thing's crazy. Cause I feel like specifically as like a creative, it goes your, your ups and downs are big highs and very big lows, mm-hmm. you know, very low lows. And it's, it's difficult to like sometimes climb out of that rut. Like when you're at the bottom and you're not getting hit up for work. And yeah, dude, sometimes the phone doesn't ring and you got to like, fuck, okay, I'm going to send some cold emails, I guess. Right. Like, you know, I'm going to hit up some old contacts, like whatever it's going to take. Or like you're just working on like the phone rang, but it's like the worst project ever. And you got to do it. That's when it wor- it's the worst. It's Edit. when you're just like editing some corporate ass boring video. Oh. But hey, you gotta pay the bills. You gotta pay the bills, and sometimes, and sometimes you make those, and then someone sees and like, oh, this kid can edit. Like, I wonder if you can make a video for me, and that video is a little better, and then that video is yeah. a little better, and now you're finding like cooler projects mm-hmm. for more money and better work. You know? Exactly, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you all for 
tuning in to a, the third episode of the whoop 505 whoop. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. If you're still here, make sure to take a screenshot, drop a review, and we need reviews, guys. We podcast. need you to leave a damn review on the pod. Five, five, five stars, stars five obviously. Stars five stars, obviously. No, no jaded reviews. From yeah, Jesus. Yeah, no jaded <laughs> reviews out there. Um, and we and, uh, leave a damn good review, and we'll <laughs> see you guys all next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace.